Welcome to Chat NDT with ASNT, a podcast from the American Society for Non-Destructive Testing. I'm Debbie Siegor, the host of the podcast. Nagesh Goel is president and co-founder at Atlas Evaluation and Inspection Services, AEIS, an infrastructure inspection and testing company based in South Plainfield, New Jersey. Nagesh earned his bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering from Mangalore University in Karnataka, India, followed by graduate studies in metallurgical failure analysis and non-destructive testing from the Indian Institute of Technology in Madras, India. Nagesh is a mechanical engineer with more than 25 years of experience managing complex projects with a specialization in non-destructive testing and metallurgical failure analysis. He has significant experience in the areas of inspection, testing, research, failure analysis of static and dynamic loaded steel structures, pressure vessels, piping, tanks, and mechanical systems. Currently, Nagesh oversees all aspects of AEIS's services for infrastructure clients across the New York and New Jersey metropolitan areas and beyond. How did you first become involved in non-destructive testing? So, um, there have been two drivers for me. Uh, my father started providing NDT services in India uh, in 1970s, so the stage was set. And as I was studying for my mechanical engineering uh, in India, uh, the semester breaks were typically spent on uh, shutdown projects. Uh, but then it became really interesting for me when I studied under Professor O. Prabhakar at uh, Indian Institute of Technology in Chennai, India. You mentioned working on shutdown projects. Can you clarify what you mean by that? Basically, these were either, uh, most of them were refinery shutdowns or some uh, process plant shutdown projects uh, where my father's NDT team would uh, uh, be assigned to do some work. And um, uh, I was uh, tagging along uh, with that team, uh, getting my hours learning what's going on and stuff and uh, that, that that's uh, essentially uh, through all the techniques uh, rt ut mt pt uh, basic techniques can you tell me about your education certification and training in ndt so uh, i'm a mechanical engineer and then i did my advanced studies uh, graduate level studies uh, at uh, iit uh, madras uh, in uh, failure analysis, metallurgical failure analysis, and NDT. And uh, I am a level three in uh, UT and PT, which I did when I was like 21 years old, uh, all the way back. And um, other than that, I have, uh, you know, uh, UT is uh, particularly uh, very interesting for me, um, but um, I like to dabble in all different techniques, understand the techniques, and certifications-wise, that's where I am. As you were beginning your career, did you have a mentor in the NDT industry? Do you currently have a mentor, even though you are a seasoned practitioner? You know, that's a great question. Um, 
you know, Professor Prabhakar has been my guide in terms of uh, technical aspects. And my father has been my mentor on the industrial applications code side of NDT. Um, Professor Prabhakar or OP, like we call him, is one of the best teachers that I have encountered, encountered in my life. Uh, he challenged us to think beyond the conventional. And those learnings have formed uh, actually the basis of our innovation lab in our company. Uh, this is where we experiment with emerging techniques to solve various challenges posed by our clients. Uh, I must say that I absolutely love the ASNT mentorship program and I've been fortunate in engaging with one of very promising young entity professionals. Uh, as such, at this stage in my life, I don't have a mentor per se uh, in uh, from NDT aspects, but I do have other mentors uh, on business aspects. You are the president and co-founder of Atlas Evaluation and Inspection Services. Can you tell me more about your company? AEIS, uh, basically, uh, what we do is we focus on inspection and testing on infrastructure projects, uh, uh, bridges, uh, transportation hubs, uh, airports. That's our focus. And within this uh, arena, we do inspections all the way from, uh, you know, uh, piles being driven, driven into the ground to uh, electrical inspections, mechanical inspections. But the core of all our business practices is, uh, you know, uh, NDT. That, that's like our Mickey Mouse to uh, Disney. And, and that, that's our focus here. Why do you make that analogy of Mickey Mouse to Disney? So I, I make that analogy because you might think, okay, uh, infrastructure inspections we are doing and we seem to be doing, you know, concrete inspections and electrical inspections and what have you. Uh, I make the analogy because if you look at, uh, you know, Disney, you have uh, various uh, uh, channels and you have various, uh, you know, uh, media outlets and whatnot, but to heart of their whole thing is that cartoon uh, that that brings the whole thing together, and is is the similar thing is what is our niche, what is our core competency, what is it drives uh, the innovation, what what drives various business models we have uh, is uh, the NDT. Like we have, we are working on advanced NDT laboratory here to cater to the aerospace industry. That's also NDT driven. Uh, there is an inspection agency front, which is your traditional NDT agency doing RTUT as a services. Uh, so there it is NDT. We are expanding into different markets, you know, across the world. We're trying to do that this year and next. And there are also to the heart of it is NDT. That's why I bring the NDT in that, uh, that, that analogy. You mentioned that AIS focuses on infrastructure projects. As the world's infrastructure ages, it becomes increasingly important to implement inspection programs to maintain safe infrastructure. Can you discuss what NDT techniques are used for inspection and testing of major infrastructure like airports, transportation hubs, and bridges? I believe uh, you know it starts with visual inspection. That is probably the most important tool that we have. Uh, then. Most of these structures uh, are steel structures uh, wherein a lot of ultrasonic testing and 
magnetic particle testing player for. And then depending on the project, uh, we utilize other techniques uh, like uh, radiographic and uh, dye penetrant, phased array UT, sometimes even eddy current. For concrete and subsurface applications, we extensively use uh, ground penetrating radar, impact echo, uh, and spectra uh, spectral analysis of surface waves, and then some other techniques. Um, I'll give you an example. We had a client approach us uh, that the pipe files for the project were all incorrectly procured as uh, ERW uh, versus seamless. And they had a few thousand pipes that needed to be uh, you know, inspected within two weeks uh, with a window of 15 days to inspect them. And we were able to use the phased array UT and semi-automatic uh, longitudinal scanners to speed up the inspection of these piles. Uh, within the client's timeline, uh, with the client being a major airline at one of the uh, airports in New York City. And another instance, uh, you know, one of our design build clients, uh, we were working with them on a $5 billion project. They were observing cracks on some large concrete pores. And the design team wanted to know the depth of the vertical cracks in concrete. Uh, as cracks up to certain depth could be repaired, but deeper cracks required the demolition of the entire structure. Uh, we were able to use spectral analysis of surface waves uh, to determine the depth of cracks, thereby saving the team a lot of time and other resources. The American Society of Civil Engineers 2021 report card for America's infrastructure found the nation earned a C minus. And it has been reported that an additional trillions of dollars in funding is required over the next decade to address our aging infrastructure. In your opinion, how can our nation solve the infrastructure problem and what role does NDT play in the solution? <laughs> I think that question must be answered by people well above my pay grade. Uh, however, I can state that uh, we can need a combination of core NDT techniques, robotics, periodic monitoring protocols, active monitoring systems, data capture and assimilation, big or metadata analytics, and machine learning if we want to tackle the infrastructure challenges in the long term. And NDT is going to play the core uh, at uh, capturing and gathering all this necessary information. Inspection firms are essential partners of the building or rebuilding team. What does the process look like of reporting infrastructure deficiencies? So there are two approaches to reporting deficiencies. In one which is most common, uh, the inspection agency notes and reports deficiency, and it is for the construction team to address it. And within this approach, certain times inspection teams uh, think that they're working as a police or, uh, you know, uh, they uh, have this take as got you attitude. And the other approach involves the inspection team actively discussing potential issues as the construction progresses, uh, thereby actively preventing potential issues. And then that's the approach we like to take. Uh, as such, this approach involves that we routinely discuss with the construction team and uh, many times the design team uh, 
that if certain issues are put in place, uh, how can they affect uh, outcome? Uh, you know, to give you an example, we were on a uh, major bridge uh, project and we were working on um, uh, fracture critical uh, members. And uh, it was winter time, very cold, and uh, as per the welding procedures, uh, you know, 150 uh, Fahrenheit plus temperatures had to be maintained. And the approach that the team was planning initially, uh, we did not feel confident that we would uh, meet the uh, requirements. So we consulted with them and ultimately came up with, the team came up with uh, induction heating solutions, which uh, enabled us to maintain uh, those necessary temperatures and prevent any uh, cracks and uh, other uh, uh, issues uh, resulting from, you know, uh, impaired heat and whatnot. So that, that's the uh, typical process approach we take on reporting deficiencies. We have seen recent failures like the Fern Hollow Bridge collapse in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, to the crack in the Hernando de Soto Bridge in Memphis, Tennessee. In an ideal situation, with all the facts known, how could NDT have helped prevent these disasters from happening? So I think it's more about, uh, you know, inspection protocols. Um, like in case of um, Hernando de Soto Bridge, uh, how the inspection management and the protocols were put in place made a big difference, I think. Uh, as you mentioned, the, an engineering firm detected the crack uh, in that built-up uh, box beam, which was deemed a fracture-critical member. Now, uh, uh, Federal Highway Administration uh, has standards for biennial inspections, and the FCM members may require even a more frequent inspection as determined by the design team. And these inspections must usually be performed in person. Uh, in the case of DeSoto Bridge, uh, prior to that inspection by the engineering firm, an outside engineering firm, uh, there was a drone inspection which was performed almost two years ago uh, by ARDOT, which showed some beginnings of the crack. Uh, the question comes in, you know, were there qualified people involved in uh, doing those, you know, uh, drone inspections and what are the protocols and such. So setting up protocols for inspection that detail the techniques, the frequency of inspection, these are essential in preventing catastrophic failures, uh, you know. Uh, and then some techniques at this stage, still more uh, advanced methods or robotics come into place, they have to be done in person. Uh, you know, especially if on uh, fracture critical members. Uh, could a timely magnetic particle ultrasonic testing uh, on a routine basis, uh, basis have detected this? Absolutely. Uh, so uh, it's a it's, uh, lot of times these things, you know, the inspection protocols and such are done in isolation and taking your inspection team uh, along with you to uh, develop the protocols can go a long way in preventing such failures. What are the most common issues that NDT can uncover on infrastructure like bridges and airports? Uh, during fabrication and construction phase, you know, NDT helps ensure uh, that structures are built to code and specification requirements. Uh, but 
as the you know these uh, uh, infrastructure is being used during subsequent inspections uh, ndt can help determine the growth of uh, let's say cracks uh, which is inherent to a cyclically loaded structure uh, this information can then be utilized by design team to determine if an immediate repair is needed or they can wait for two years or one year to come back and reassess that so that that's how ndt can be very crucial what are the biggest misconceptions about ndt i think the biggest misconceptions uh, about ndt is that any one technique can find all flaws and do so 100% of the time like most non ndt entities do not realize that most ndt techniques are complementary and that probability of detection is an important aspect of ndt and many factors affect it and statistically it is impossible to find all flaws uh, in one pass of inspection so i think those those are some of the biggest misconceptions for ndt we at the american society for non destructive testing we have members around the world and we know that we have an aging population of professionals who will be retiring in let's say the next decade what in your opinion is the best way to promote non destructive testing to high school students or even students that are new to college how can we better promote ndt hi that's a, a, a very very good question i think it has to start with vocational schools i think vocational uh, colleges are a great medium if uh, organizations such as asnt can establish some program uh, you know uh, uh, like aws has that sense school program similarly if this can be established i think it will go a long way and then higher education in ndt is also essential especially uh, in this day and age where we have uh we are talking about robotics in ndt and we are talking about data analytics uh and machine learning and and this is where uh programs should be uh you know uh, held with some interested universities uh some uh, in mechanical engineering colleges and civil engineering colleges and and i would like to share that like we started something like this uh with the new jersey institute for technology uh where they have uh, in fact uh, i wanted to be a guest lecturer there uh and in their masters program they have one course which is uh for ndt and uh, uh that course gets filled every time we just started it uh, last year uh and it it's been a, a very very good success and i think that that that's the key to it uh it, it needs to be solved at the uh, vocational level where um you know people know that there is a path to very good uh, source of income uh, within a reasonable amount of uh, uh, time investment and then uh, at higher level so we continue to advance the techniques how has ndt technology evolved during the past decade and in your opinion what do you think the future brings for ndt I think one of the key things is the ability to process large amounts of data faster and more economically uh, has led to embracing of advanced techniques uh, especially in infrastructure work such as phased array ut you know these equipment have become uh, more reasonably priced they are faster they are able to capture more data uh, 
I truly believe the future is in the use of robotics and data analytics. You know, we are already seeing the use of uh, like magnetic flux leakage instruments for inspection of uh, uh, bridge stay cables and high mast light, po light poles. Uh, it's a matter of time before entity inspection, robotics, data analytics, and machine learning are integrated for faster and safer assessment of a structure. I believe that's really the future. For anyone looking to partner with an NDT inspection company, what kind of qualifications and certifications are most important? I think um, the first and foremost is uh, whoever is looking to partner with an NDT uh, agency, they must ensure that they have a robust program for testing certification and qualification of their personnel. Uh, you must have, uh, that company must have uh, uh, ASNT level threes on board uh, who can run the program. And ASNT certification services LLC, they provide this uh, employer-based certification program. Uh, I think that's a very good starting point to ensure that entity agency providing the services indeed meets the code requirements. Has your company gone through the EBC program? We're just going through that. Both for here and then following through that, I think we'll be doing our India location also. What infrastructure projects is your company currently working on? We just finished the Moynihan station in New York City. We are currently working on LaGuardia Airport. Um, with a major airline, uh, Delta Airline. We uh, finished another project, or actually about to finish another very big project at LaGuardia Airport. We're about to start uh, another project at JFK Airport. We're working on the Throgsneck Bridge uh, for the replacement of the orthotropic deck. We are about to start, I think, in next week or the following week, uh, two other big, big uh, uh, bridge projects. One is the Queensboro Bridge. That's also a replacement of orthotropic deck. And a brand new bridge, which is like $1.7 billion bridge, is the, um, uh, in fact, we have a kickoff meeting for it today, uh, is the, um, uh, the portal bridge here in uh, New Jersey. And uh, uh, where else? We are working on the uh, George Washington Bridge, and, and uh, many other bridges in the area, essentially. So how many people work for your company? Uh, 85. So with all these projects, are you constantly hiring? We are constantly hiring. We are constantly training. Uh, the structure we have is uh, all the projects are managed by one uh, or more project managers. And uh, as the... Uh, you know, new projects get added on. We have new project managers coming on board. And then on the other side, we have a team of technical experts in each area. So like for NDT, we have uh, NDT level three. There's an advanced NDT level three who provide uh, the deep knowledge into NDT and the training and whatnot. And uh, then we hire people, we train them, and we uh, uh, put them out there once uh, we know they are ready. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? Um, 
uh, other than uh, you know if they if someone wants to find us they can find us on our website ais.com and uh, it's been uh, great talking to you thank you for listening to chat ndt with asnt for more information about our organization please visit our website at asnt.org you can also connect with us on social media at ASNT Info on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. Chat NDT with ASNT is copyrighted by the American Society for Non-Destructive Testing. ASNT, creating a safer world.